Well, I hope I said nothing to alarm you, Mrs. Marshall. For the most part, Brody Island's a beautiful little spot. Just steer clear of sharks and bikers. Refrigerator Full of Heads, written by Rio Yours, pencils by Tom Fowler. In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. This is Josh Buckley. And with me, as always, is my severed head in a uh, Frigidaire. The one, the only. Um, I'm trying to think of a cleaver line, but I can't. Travis Rats here. Cleaver alone, man. All right. So on the podcast today, uh, Travis and I, we dive into graphic novels, we gra- dive into trades, or we talk about what's going on in the world of nerddom. Well, you're you're here for a comic book club episode and one that we promised you previously, and it was supposed to happen right before Halloween. But someone but now had to get it's sick. The new year. Now it's the new year, and here we are uh, with our special guest for this one. Two episodes in a row, she's on. Very strange. Very strange. You'd th- this is becoming a a, a normal occurrence on the Congress Children. Our last guest of 2022. Our first is our guest first of guest of 2023. All right, and with us on today's episode is Andrea. Hello, Andrea. Hi. This is a. Uh, I, I'm really sorry I got sick, I, but I'm super happy to be back and back two times over. I really, That's right. That's I'm right. Loving, I'm loving every minute of it. It's and uh, and tra- it's okay. Travis and I got to read a fantastic book instead when you weren't here. So it was okay. We did, did, we, two, do, we did two books, didn't we, Travis? You yeah. crammed a bunch of stuff in your stocking. Yeah, we crammed things in our stockings. Mm-hmm. We read uh, uh, Reckless. Read Sonia. Oh, but we haven't done that podcast. Oh, we didn't yet. do that one podcast yet? No, we got to do it before you forget it. You would have yeah, liked, we, Andrea would have liked Red Sonia too. She may have, she may have. I, thought, I, I swear we did that episode. I feel like I talked to you about it, but maybe I didn't. We didn't, because we were like, do we want to read all, all, all the volumes? Josh, I, I read also two, feel I read like you volumes. might talk to Travis not for recording purposes. Not usually, well. not usually. This is when Travis and I hang out. I read two Aww. volumes as well. Thanks for including me. Yeah. All right, so we read those two volumes. So now we now we have to talk about those. That's so that's an episode coming up, folks. Yes, is that? But be, let's we'll talk about <laughs> let's talk about the episode today. We were talking about a Hill House comic out on Image. It's uh, no, it's DC DC Black Label. Yes, yes. DC Black Label. Uh, it is Refrigerator Full of Heads, the sequel to Basket Full of Heads. But this one is not written by Joel Hill. It's written by Rio Ewers uh, with Tom Fowler on pencils, Tom Fowler and Craig uh, Tail Tail Effer on inkers. We've got Bill Crabtree is the colorist and world design is the letterer. Uh, and uh, it is the original, the original creation by Joel Hill. And it was relay uh, and, and uh, with art on that one by Leo Max. But this is an interesting idea. This is an interesting idea. I want to start with this idea that this is a, a direct sequel to a book that we had Andrea on before a year ago, not a year ago, but like 2020, one halloween right yeah 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 2022 we read a different book uh with andrea and now she's here again to read the sequel to a basket full of heads i want to know folks the two of you different artist different writer 
Well, different first, army, different writer. First of that all, seems, all, all recap. Yeah. We all love basketball yeah. heads. Like, great, oh, great. It's my one, of the, favorite. one of my favorite books of that year. Of that year. Yeah. Uh, mine, ones, I mean, I don't read as many comics as you guys, so I probably missed a lot of good stuff. But that is, it's my absolute favorite. Oh, Everything nice. about it, top to toe, t- top to bottom, T to B, it's my favorite. It's sure. it's staring me in the face right now over on my bookshelf. Uh, it was Thanks. colored by Dave Stewart, who's a fantastic colorist. Like every piece of it was really good. I don't think I had ever seen Leo Max on a book before. Great art. Everything was great about that first one. It tells the tale of very Jaws-like, it was very Stephen King, a New England like uh, vacation town during the very summer. Amity Island. Yes, very mm-hmm. Amity Island. There is a magical Brody axe. Island. Brody, when you cut somebody's Brody. yeah, mm-hmm. when you cut somebody's head off, um, they remain alive. And this magical axe is trying to be stolen. A whole thing in in blues, it, it happens. Fantastic and protagonist the, in June. We yeah, all had June greatest. Yeah, June is the protagonist, and she then uh, leaves the island. Her boyfriend betrayed her. Right? Is that how it ends? A perfect Correct. one-off story. No need for a sequel. Yeah. let's wrap it no up. No need. No need for a sequel, but. <laughs> We have a sequel, and I'm curious. It came out of nowhere, too. Yeah, came. I felt well, like it kind of snuck up on me. Well, yeah. that's how this happened, is we were in the middle of the podcast I was on last time doing... And we were like, I told you this was Night of the Ghoul. Heads. What was our... Yeah, you're like, oh, well, you know, there's this refrigerator there full of heads, and then we all lost our minds, and we were like, well, we need yeah. to read that. So, so. we are we're, we read refrigerator we read refrigerator full of heads for, for this episode today, but a different team, a completely yeah. different team, um, different writer, different artist, different everything on it. Different so team. I'm curious, Travis, as some, we read a lot of comic books and we've read several, Joel, we've read Joel Hill on a couple things before. Hey, Josh, it's yeah. Joe Hill. Joe Hill. Joel, Joe, Joe. Joe. Hill. He keeps sorry, saying Joel. Joel. I just want to make sure sorry. we give him, just in Joe. case he's listening. Yeah, just in case Mr. Hill is listening. Joe, Joe Mama, <laughs> uh, Stephen King's son, uh, he probably doesn't like that. Yeah, either. yeah, yeah. Stephen, you're really digging a hole. <laughs> so he, like, it's still his book. It's on his imprint. I'm sure he's making money off of this. But Travis, when you saw that it wasn't him who wrote it and it was a different team, what was your thought? It's tough, right? Because, I mean, history has given us some great sequels that aren't by the original creators. Like, I just saw Cameron's Avatar today. I'm not saying that one. But I am saying Aliens yeah is 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 a fantastic sequel some may say superior to the first depending on if you like that so i feel that sometimes uh having that switch it can be really great but let's face it oftentimes it does feel like maybe it can feel like a watered down imitation i think that would probably be i'm not i'm not saying what this is and i'm not saying it isn't i will tip my hand to that later but um <laughs> there is that there's the opposite side of it like sometimes like oh my gosh what a fresh take on on these characters right. or what a new interesting thing oh i didn't think you could tell another story with this uh but most of the times sure. it's like uh you're trying to squeeze like just everything out of it and, and I will tell you, it doesn't feel like a cash grab because it's not like it was a multi-million dollar movie, right? I I don't know how well it sold. I don't pay attention to any of that stuff. It was a very good comic book. Um, but to me, it was something that I thought was done. And what we get is we get a story that has June in it, but she's not the main character. She's a side character. We do have one of the villains show up again, but not till very near the end of it. And we've amped up everything. Right. Yes. Like this one goes, this one goes to 11. 
Oh, hundred percent. You could, oh you could have done, I feel like you could have done basket full of heads as a Netflix movie, a Netflix mini series. You could have done it, something like that. This one, it lives in comic books. Was well, that yeah. the and, yeah. case with like a lot of those? Sometimes you, is you amp up everything. Like if you look at like the Dawn of the Deads or like yeah. a Night of the Living Deads, and they kind of get more gory or more goofy or yeah. more yeah. cartoony as they go along. Well, I'm not there's always in a bad way, but there's always more characters, and mm-hmm. there's you know what I mean. It's just like like yeah. everybody's in the in the pool. You know what I mean. And sometimes it could muddy things up, and sometimes it's really great. But yeah, I think this is this needs to live in a comic for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you. So, so essentially, what we have is we have the Department of Defense. Two agents from the Department of Defense um, are searching for the axe, uh, the Norse North mythological axe that ends up uh, chopping off heads. Right in the original basket full of heads, um, they are looking for it in off the coast of Brody Island. They they end up finding it, um, but in that we learn that there are several other mystical weapons that all have. And all are imbued with other powers tied to Norse mythology. And so if you're like me and you've been playing God of War, you go, oh, I get that. The world snake. And it makes you feel really cool. Um, but like you're we now have a whole armory of things. And and what we find out is that the bad guy in the last book is now trying to piece all of these together. Right. Right. There's a he wolf. Was, let me see if I can remember. There's a wolf sword that makes you freeze. There's a, a snake well, belt that we can't sword. tell you what it will do yet. And then yeah. there was the first one. The first There's one There's a is... dagger that dagger makes you freeze. The sword gives you no, no, the no, memories no. of the person. Yeah. So is it the sword? Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. the dagger. And like, to be clear, when it said, we say it makes you freeze, like you're, you're paralyzed completely, but you are still conscious and alive. Like it's not like a Mr. Freeze type. You're freezing. But, yeah, like more then, like yeah. in like the movies where they oh more like in Josh's favorite Christmas movie Lord of the Rings where uh, Frodo gets paralyzed by uh, Sheila. What's the name of the elf? Shelby. Shy- mm, I know which one you're talking about, but I don't remember it. Sh- Shelob. Sh- Shelob. Yeah. Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub. Sticks you with his little butt sticker and paralyzes you and for a minute. That's what this is. Um, and then. That sword, like if you stab you with a sword, I get all your memories, right? Mm-hmm. Until all your thoughts, as long all your as it, all your thoughts and memories, as long as it takes you to die, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the axe that cuts you in half or whatever it is, and you still lie, uh, still alive, right? All very specific um, powers, which we do get to see, of course, work their way. Yes, the plot. in a in a very they work their way through the plot, and then Voltron esque, they all come into use at the very <laughs> end of it. Um, so it. It does turn it all up to 11. There's no way around it, right? Like, there's more head chopping off. It's the first thing we chop off with the axe is what? Shark head. A shark, shark head. It's which the best part of the book. It's awesome. It, it's amazing. The, and it's the fact amazing. that it just keeps coming back. Oh, it's, it's lovely. Ridiculous. It's the best. Is the and best. we use it over and over again. They don't just leave the shark head. They take it with them. They oh, hang no. it up it's in a, the boathouse. It's a weapon. <laughs> Later, they strap it to the hood of which, like, the front of a truck. Okay, let, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Because it yeah. is a really cool part of the book. So what we're talking about here is, for those of you read Basketball Heads, you know that anything you chop off with this axe, like that, it stays alive. So... Yeah. Hence these heads that stay alive. So the shark gets on the boat. One swack, they cut off this shark's head, like from like the gills to the jaws. And then they yeah. move it into a boathouse. Then they move it onto a car. Here's my question: How are yeah. who's moving that shark head? How are we going? I, 
You yeah, can muzzle. You muzzle it. Yeah, maybe you smush them together, take some duct tape, put it on. You're right. It's like a dangerous thing, but mm-hmm. they make it work. You get behind it, it can't bite you. Yeah. You punch it in the nose, <laughs> it stops biting, then you move it. Right? Maybe like and if you had like a, a live moose head that you were mounting, you just got to stay in the backside, right? Yeah. Yeah. Stay okay. behind it. You can't get hurt. I, I mean, and also, is. I'm not poking holes with any of this because it's so rad. I'm like, I don't care how they moved it. I'm just happy it's still right. around. <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. But I think in... I see like the chains when they put it on the car and stuff. Yeah. Maybe they've got like true. shark sh- sh- shark head chains that they use and maybe the yeah, maybe you're right maybe they're using whatever they I've, drop the boat into like the a, water with yeah maybe. there's like oh, a chain yeah. on, there's like a chain on each yeah. side of its mouth and that's what they're moving it around with right they're just dragging so it so um this is but it is it is the book is colorful and gory and ridiculous the entire way through it's, it I didn't think it could be more gory. And then I was like, there were, there were panels that I was so confused what was happening because it was just this mash of like blood and, and, and organs and like mushy faces. And I was like, yeah, I can't even see what I'm looking at, but it's, it's that. And like dudes are getting shot and their faces are exploding. Yeah. There's or one their faces are getting sliced off. There's one dude whose face gets sliced yeah. off. Yeah. And another dude who gets his face chopped in half. Yeah. And he's still talking as yeah. his face, like, and it's like, rrr, 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 rrr. and I was like, oh, what? Yeah. Because I mean, he's still alive. This could live in a comic book, but also, like, show me that scene in a movie, and I would be like, yeah, I just think it. the shark and then the ending become very the difficult. The ending is, to do. Um, I just, it went right, like, I won't, we, since we're not, we're not jumping ahead, but like, it gave me, like, very much like Aladdin vibes oh it gave me very like i was yeah it is very aladdin vibes absolutely right right yeah yeah it gave me like not it the thing it gave me very the thing vibes but faster right when it's the big monster at the end that's what it gave me is Mm -hmm. is that but i can see yeah the aladdin that all makes sense now that's very that's very true um so i mean story wise this one has far less of a story than the first one i feel like that's the thing that this one is missing Dial- the other like, one like, I like felt di- sharp dialogue, you know. Yeah, well, the, that the wasn't other one just had, exposition. Yeah, the other one had a little more. You had the sort of like the the love story that, that gets turned on its head. Mm-hmm. You have the you know sort of mystery around it, right? Of like who done it, who's the real villain? Yeah, the right? head Plus, flashbacks. Right, flashbacks, one. and then there's like these kind of the slow reveal of like what is this thing and where did it come? You know what I mean? It's not. Yeah, like how this, they have that that exposition dump right at the beginning of this one. Where plus like, a character you well, really yeah. cared about. I mean, the pro, uh, yes. so, so the story opens with these two uh, as Department of Defense, as Josh called them, yeah. employees. That's uh, what they are. That's what it says. They work for the, the Department DOD. of Defense. Yeah. I work for the DOD. I don't get a cool and, suit. Uh, yet your job, yet your job is not this cool. But you are wearing the same sweater as what's her name, and like part of this. I mean, oh, so is this like a, a at. uniform? Yeah, I'm, I'm cosplaying. Um, <laughs> so um, our two first characters, it's a great opening scene. It's this chase scene with bikers that ends up in the water. And then we have this shark uh, attack on there. But those two characters are kind of like our replacement for June until June arrives. And the guy is kind of this annoying character. The girl is kind of like personality list character. And so I, I don't, I don't, I think they're fine, but compared to what we had, there's in no that connection first one with June. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Just like that, that character, one... we just like immediately were like, yeah. Oh, what a cool, unique personality. 
Well, and the first one starts off with a little more exposition. There's a little more conversation. Your world building, here we jump right in. We know the act, so why talk about what it does, right? I feel like that one sets up the heist, and it sets up the relationship between June and her her boyfriend who took the, the, the... sheriff or the police job over the summer. Right. Um, and so you get all of that. And this one, we jump right into action, chopping off stuff and getting there, which is wonderful and hilarious. Yeah, what's, and gory. what's working in, in this book for you guys? Like, what do you, what do you, what do you think is like the, the strong points of it? I, uh, I like that it decided to go to 11, right? Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that it's like, okay, we're just going to go, we're just going to go all in on how goofy and ridiculous. Well, and I love that. I mean, come on, like we have all these different Norse like weapons and they all have their mm-hmm. own little backstory. And like, we actually get introduced. I mean, it's like in that four panel page, mm-hmm. but like yeah. we get introduced to like how they were made. It's brief, but I like that. And I like that we get to see everything used and like how that all ties together. I thought that was a cool twist when that character returns at the end. Um, yeah. So like there, there were moments in it that I was like, yeah, the, all the 11 stuff, like in yeah. all the absolutely Benuni's gore was just my little horror heart just was like. Yeah, I think that's what this book, what, what keeps you turning the page is the, they established that there's really no limit to where they can, where they're going to take it. Right, uh, yeah. And so and while the story is loose, they're yeah. faced by the gore. How little anybody is faced by the amount of blood right. all over this thing. I am um, I I am such a dork and always like pick out all like the Jaws references, like how you're like Josh, you're like, oh, I yeah. play this god of war or whatever yeah. crap. But then I'm like Brody Island is Martin Brody, mm-hmm. which is Roy Shire's character, and then Shaw yeah. Road is Robert Shaw, who's Quint. And then at the end they have Kinter Hill, who's reference to Alex Kinter, which is the little boy who is the second victim of the shark. Oh, in I didn't Jaws. catch that one. Yeah. So I love all those little references. They make me very happy. But um I yeah. uh, also the 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 head, the the Lord of the Rings level journey of the head that like travels. That's my favorite part. Yeah. For forever is the best. <laughs> and I mean that's a very like goofy sort of like that's when they've decided like nope, we're gonna we're gonna like I said, everything goes the silliness amps up, the gore amps yeah. up, the just the action of it all amps up, right? Mm-hmm. To this sort of fever pitch of, you know, machine guns blazing, uh guns, people's faces get blown off, like all of this stuff and it's just so over the top um but i really i liked it but it's a completely different story than the first one uh, yeah right you just you like it for all different reasons in this one right i i think for me it ends up being like you had mentioned this earlier travis the alien versus aliens comparison right mm-hmm. and so alien slow more story more you know like it's spooky, but it's it, and there's gore, but it's not amped up. Aliens is the giant commando action movie. Yeah, guns think, blazing, yeah. more alien, more violence, I think less, a, a, more characters. A better comparison would probably be Gremlin and Gremlins Two. Gremlins and mm. Gremlins Two. Yeah, in the I sense that. that the first one is still a little bit like fun, right? Uh, but we are yeah. like we are like making sure that we're following like kind of like the tone of horror and stuff like that and having these these moments uh, feels a little B movie esque but like elevated to a point where like a lot of people put work into this and then two was like 
let's just have fun with this shit. Well, and Joe Dante even says like, he's like everything I didn't get to do in the first one. He's like, I dumped it all into the second one to make sure I like covered every crazy ass thing that he wanted to do. And I I looked it up. I tried to figure out, I was trying to find interviews for this. because I was trying to figure out how um, much Joe Hill was involved. Like, was it just like, did he give his blessing or was it one of those things where, well, there's maybe an article where like he maybe he didn't it, give his you know? blessing, but because of the, mm. his contract, they're allowed to take any properties and give it to someone else and slap his name on it. I have a feeling that they're not going to try to ruin their relationship with Joe Hill. So he did probably give his blessing for this story to be told. But um, was it something that needed convincing? Was he just like, you know, take it, run with it? I think it says a lot about probably Joe Hill as a creator, where he's like, he creates and- something. I wrote Basketball yeah. Heads, and... It is what I wanted it to be. I it's don't care what you want to do with, yeah. with the rest of it. Mm-hmm. It's this line at the very bottom where it says, basket full of heads created by Joel, Joe Hill, uh, refrigerator full of heads curated for Hill House Comics by Joe Hill. Right? So what does oh, curated mean? That means it's almost like it was written on spec, and then he's like, okay, we'll we'll put it under the Hill House comments probably. Right, mm-hmm. or if he was like, I, I don't, I'm writing so much stuff, I want to give it to someone else to have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Um, because word I'm curated sure, like, is a is a weird word. It is a weird. And I'm word. sure there's legal implications for pay on what you get to when you're the not the writer but the but the curator, curator to it. It's like executive <laughs> yeah. producer, right? Yeah, right. that's what I was thinking. I'm like, because executive producer and then producer, like one deals with gonna, the money look and finances, and one dips in creatively. And yeah. I'm like, what did you do with this curating? Yeah. So, I mean, let's just talk about the giant bonkers off the wall ending of this book. Because I, I agree, so like, there's not a whole lot of character development, right? There's not a whole lot of, like, getting to know anybody. It is literally wall-to-wall if, action. Well, and right? if it is getting to know anybody, because is it Erica? The yeah the yeah. villain? Um, She... Like, even with her, it's like, what do we know about this chick? And it's literally, like, a panel with her being like, well, I like long walks on the beach and da-da-da-da. And it's, like, it's just, like, kind of, like, a lot of, like, winking at the reader. And, like, so there's not really a whole lot of depth there. But, like, we're we're finding out about these folks in, like, random funny ways, I guess. And so the very end ends up being uh, June's boyfriend ends up who that she chopped in half at the end of... Uh, a basket full of heads that you think dies, but no, he's alive because it was the axe, right? Was it the boyfriend? No, it it was was, the main guy. It was um, his dad. No, the old sheriff guy, wasn't it? No, it's her boyfriend, the younger guy who was burned alive on the boat. Well, at the very, very end? Yeah. Oh, so no, the guy who's in the wheelchair with half of his body. No, I thought that was the sheriff guy who was the mastermind behind the first one. That was the sheriff. That's her boyfriend who turns bad. Yes, he's bad. Hold up. He's in on it with everybody. Hold up. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, he was in on it to a certain degree, but I thought it was the main sheriff guy from the first one. Hey, Junie, did you miss me? That's okay. Let's see. Because he seems so much younger. Isn't that who he There's is? There's even exposition name? about it. I got to tell you, June, being dead and alive, it ain't fun. The fear, the darkness, the pain. Worst of all is drowning. Sweet little face, June. You gave me the strength. And you're, um... Hold on. I got to find his name in the original one, and I can't. It's going to take like five years to get him. 
This is, oh, Mr. This hey, is a, Mr. Mr. Clausen. This is she calls him Mr. Clausen. Oh, Mr. Clausen. That assumes you had a heart in the first place. That's not. Yeah. That's not his. That's that's not her boyfriend. Okay, well then he he's way too young. To, he looks way too young in this to be the sheriff. Well, that seawater, all that seawater in his pores. <laughs> okay, I'm okay, trying to now find, I'm I'm trying it. to find a name. Yeah. Or yeah. is it the is it the rich is it the rich son? No, you, you keep turning it like uh, past the first uh, pages on there, and then it's there. It's Mister Clausen. This is his name. It's, I know, yeah. but who is Mr. Clausen in the original one? Mr. Clausen, I presume. So he does okay. have like the sheriffy outfit on, but I can't remember. Regardless, it's that trope of bringing back like the villain yeah. uh, from <laughs> from the first, right? So we. Yeah. Oh no! Okay, to, so it's one of the I only found it at the end. It's not her boyfriend. Her boyfriend gets his head chopped off. Right. It is the other police guy. You're right. Okay. Okay. You're right. Yep. I'm wrong. Yes. It's the other shit. It's the I, actual. I think it would have been better if it was her boyfriend, honestly. But he got his head cut off, so that's harder to do. But anyways, so the <laughs> oh, true. villain villain from the first book comes back. He is alive in a wheelchair. His guts are hanging out. Very gory scene. And of course, he wants all of these things, all of these artifacts, because he's pissed. And he wants to be back to power. He wants power, right? Well, because we have to say, like, what happens when all four of the artifacts are brought together. So when he wears the big snaky belt, you turn into a giant snaky dude. So he turns... the Aladdin reference. Yes, he turns into a giant snake guy. Ultimate cause of power. Yes. And he has... You can't kill him. The bullets are bouncing off of him. He's... Like all powerful and strong, and uh, then they attack him with a shark on the front of a truck. They chop him in half with the axe. The belt comes off. He's done. But then, like all, but before the, that, he has yeah. to say, you know, because it's like you you have to you can't wound a snake. You have to kill a snake because yeah. he still like kind of grows like yeah. He comes back like snake he grows bits. back yeah yeah yeah. So but eventually. But eventually he dies, and then the the belt goes to the head. That's been my favorite part. Yeah. This entire time. Amazing. You're like, no. oh, of course, that's why we've been following this head. Who yeah. has befriended a, a large buck <laughs> who is like, who is bringing him everything he needs. Bringing him and like feels bad when he insults him. And, and honestly, it feels like, he's would, like, you're a magnificent beast. And he feels like he would be a formidable villain in another series. You know, like he's, because yeah. he, he's, Real bad. Like at the beginning, he's just willing to kill people for like pushing yeah. over their bikes, uh, which you just, you know, we know from plenty of movies from the 80s and 70s, you don't push over people's bikers' bikes. But then I, but then I go like, if he's a giant snake guy, you've just, how do you go bigger than that? Right. Yeah. Like that is the giant, giant ending of this. Bring how in do more you do artifacts, I guess. And we I, found yes, more I... Norse artifacts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was, that, there was a um, fifth one. I do love how... Oh, he... and then the shark, also I forgot, the shark gets the belt on it and the shark becomes the giant beast. How could I forget? Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> that was great. It really I is like, like um... a B-movie uh, 
like fun. It's very Sharknado sort of like feeling yeah. at the very end, right? Like it's so over the top. It's so sci-fi movie. It almost feels really... like fan fiction. Not not in a, like a bad way. It's, it's like, <laughs> no, like well, if you had to do your a sequel to Basket Full of Heads, what would you do? Like call yeah. the refrigerator full of heads. And a small detail that I really love that made it really atmospheric for me is that the heads when she puts them in the titular fr- refrigerator is a bait refrigerator. So it's got like worms, yeah, and there's like which, the thing of worms. Which are, are like classically the like the worst fridges you could ever be yeah. in. They just smell they like smell. oh, yeah. they're awful. And so once you, if you've ever opened a, a bait fridge and you realize these heads it's have gross. been stuck in, stuck in there, it, it adds this like texture to yeah. the yeah. whole story. Yeah, you can almost taste. So it. let's. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Andrew. Can I just say though, like, because I'm just looking at the panel right now, the just the head that traveled all this way with the the deer. Um, I love that because you're like, how did he stay on? Well, he has like all these earrings. Yeah, and he's hooked on. And a... he like hooked onto his antler with one of his earrings. I'm like, this is just this is great. He makes fe- friends with the forest creatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it is. It's super silly. So let's let's. I mean, story. It. I don't think it's as strong as the first one, but it's doing something completely different, right? Um, let's talk art. And again, it's hard not to compare it to the original because the art and the coloring in the original are so good. Um, but that one has a different, it feels different because of that art, right? Yeah. The gore in that art style with, with, at this quantity would be a little strange, I think. Yeah. I think it would have felt more real in that version, if that makes sense. Right? Like, this one is so gory over the top that the art style, it's very cartoony, but realistic at the same time, right? Um, I, and it all, it works very well for this story. Um, I don't love the art. I don't hate the art, but I think it services this story really well. You want it to be able to be over the top when it's over the top. The gore isn't too realistic because it's cartoony enough. Um, but it's also and the characters look more cartoony. Like right. everything's but, just a little bit brighter, a little bit, you know what I mean? Like yeah. more, more like bouncier, I guess. I don't know. It's just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if the original one, the art was cartoony, right. But it felt more grounded. Right. Than this one does. Right. Like this, not as, not as busy. Like, well, yeah. here, it he, wasn't he, afraid to be simple. And it's yeah. like panel, you know what I mean? Like some of the panels are really, really basic. And, and this is very, this is, this it's is very tone. all over yeah. the place. Yeah, I think the other one had more of like a tone to it. And yeah. this one is just like, you know, like. Everywhere. Well, here he really plays with body anatomy. He's not afraid mm-hmm. afraid to enlarge heads, enlarge arms, enlarge Eyes get different really parts. Yeah, different parts of the body, which we just didn't see in the last one. So part of that cartoon- cartoonishness just comes from how he's doing his anatomy in different shots. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and he, it lets you, he lets you play with the silliness of it more, right? Like, yeah. It, he she throws a head to the to the shark and the shark chomps and an eyeball pops out right like yep. oh no this is my favorite panel <laughs> <There's> just, <laughs> I'm sorry there's just more there's just more of that in this book it's more gory so I think the art the art and the other one just felt sweet and summery and it looked mm-hmm. like summer this is very much like not where it's nighttime it's it feels neon. Right, it feels like there's a neon light, sun, like a neon light everywhere in every mm. panel of this. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, um, and I thought that kind of added to that B eighties horror vibe too. Yeah, yeah, where it's a little bit of neon and things like that. Um, 
I think what is really helps it is the way they're doing the faces that they have this very gnarled, pained. They're very expressive when it comes to like disgust, and the, yeah. he's not afraid to make his his characters look, you know, ugly. You know, which in the first one, you know, we look at June in those panels, like oh, sweet, sweet June. You know, she doesn't get that those gnarled faces as she gets in this sweet. one. Sorry, I like. Yeah, but but this one again, (laughs) it all feels over the top. The expressions Mm -hmm. on people's faces, the anguish or the silliness of of what they look like when their head gets chopped off. It's all very like amplified in this. Just one question as we end. What did you think of the monster design when he turns into the big snake? What was your thought on it? Did it did it hit you right? Did you wish it was different? Did you like it? What, What were your thoughts on the big uh, man as snake at the end. Andrea, what do you think? I don't know. I just um, because it just made me think of that when Jafar yeah. turns into a snake. I just like could not shake that, and I was yeah. just like, okay, you know what I mean. Like it wasn't my favorite moment, but I was like, okay, like that's this is what the belt does, so yeah. I'll just rock with it. But it also just it just got to be like, I didn't know what I like, again, I, w- I didn't know what I was looking at for half of those panels because even when he was crushing Erica and like doing those things, I'm like, okay, okay. It's just a lot. We got a lot of snake happening. That was like, it was just a lot of snake. You know what I mean? It so, feels, it feels like they're trying to go for like golden child, big trouble, little yeah. China kind of like snake thing on there. So right. I can appreciate that uh, in the comic book form with this art style. Yeah. Um, I like the fantasticness well. yeah. of it. But it just didn't it di- it didn't hit me the way I think it was. Intended. I like I like that he only had one arm because his actual self right. only had one arm. <laughs> I like the you know, but I thought that the the head wasn't scary enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, because and it I was think, still him, but yeah. it was like had little like beady snake. But eyes. I think the the head is kind of what reminded me of the thing, right? Yeah, like, no, it, I can see that. It's too humanoid looking for mm-hmm. like the grotesqueness of what it is, and I was like, oh, that's the one thing that I didn't love about the monster design at the end. I like that was, he kept going like you made a mistake. Yeah, like he had like the snake. It's so, blurring. but it is so. The ending is so gory. It's yeah. a giant snake with a machine gun mowing people down with it. Heads are exploding. He's like crushing somebody to death. He then gets eaten by the um, the front of the truck with the shark on it. It's so ridiculous. Um, a great, gigantic spectacle of an ending. Yeah. yeah, when you flip through it, like when you're flipping through it really quickly. Yeah, yeah. There's so much blood on every panel. I guess I was, yeah. when I was reading the story, we've read some pretty gory stuff uh, in the past. Uh, this is... This is it's just pretty like gory, uh, but I yeah. guess because it is that cartoony style and that art style, it, it just doesn't. You're able to move quickly past it. You don't sit yeah. Yeah. and be like, "Oh God!" You're just like, "Oh, cool." Next, cool. I do love. I do love again that 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 June kind of gets to do the the striking blow, right? Like she's the mm-hmm. one who get catches the axe and 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 chops him in half. So it's just him again. But then he gets his hand on the axe and you're like, oh, no. But then ha ha ha. The shark is now the giant snake, which is, again, just a ridiculous conceit. Right. Just a silly over the top, multiple rows of teeth on this snake. Now, I thought it just keeps going. But wait, there's more. Right. And that is the tagline for this story. But wait, there's There's more. more. Right. Um, So I, I enjoyed it. 
It was fun. Yeah. You couldn't have done it without the first one. But I was the first say, one could I, you read could you pick this up without having read the first one and find some enjoyment out of it? For sure. Um, like, I, yeah, but I you wouldn't so. get you wouldn't get the hit of like, well, what is I guess so. Like it's not like anything matters in the first one. I don't think you would appreciate it the way you like the appreciation of it is way obviously better when you know you have the first one but i really i enjoy i thoroughly yeah. enjoyed reading this like i just I, like yeah I, sometimes i'm reading something and i kind of flip to the end i mean like i was doing it digitally so i couldn't like flip to the end but i uh, you know i'm kind of like how much more do i have where is this going you know what i mean i didn't feel that way with this i was very very much like in the story even though it wasn't as good as the other one like yeah i feel like i could pick it up but like i would I tell you, I, I, I enjoyed. Yeah, I, Gre- I saw Gremlins two uh, before I saw Gremlins one. And I still <laughs> think that Gremlins two is a superior movie. So maybe there are oh, people man. out uh, out there that are picking up refrigerator full of heads, and then they go back and read Basketball of Heads. And they're like, nah, and they're like, this isn't as crazy. A, I mean, look, Indiana Jones and Temple of the Doom, Temple of Doom is my favorite oh. Indiana Jones movie because it's the one I remember watching as a kid. It's my the first chill movie. monkey brains, and it's, a, it's my first one, right? Yeah. And then I go back and watch the first one, and I'm, and I'm like, eh, it's not as it does it doesn't do the same for me because again, it's not as over the top, it's, it's not, not as, as like crazy. wild, it's not as crazy. There's there's not a scene where they jump out of an airplane in a raft, right? Like that doesn't happen. They're not ripping people's hearts out, right? Um, and then stealing their bodies back. <laughs> maybe that's what this is. Maybe this is the Temple of Doom <laughs> to yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? But I, like, it was fun. Do I think you could read it without reading the first one? Yes. Do I think the first one is far is superior? Maybe not far superior, but the first one is a is almost a pitch perfect mm-hmm. horror story. But this is a quick read. This is like it is. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I don't think I paid very much for it digitally. Right, at ten bucks maybe. So you should go check it out. I would definitely check it out. I think I would have. I think this is fun, a fun read. I think the only thing that would, if I read this and it was by Joe Hill and it was this, that yeah. would have disappointed me for some reason. Yeah. But this doesn't. Yeah. This felt like a fun. Like I enjoyed reading it. I read it like yeah in a sitting, and I was like, oh, and it was back in October, so it felt very timely uh, of that part of the year. So it was a nice kind of addition to that season. Uh, but if it was Joe Hill, I would have been like, I just felt like the dialogue would have yeah. been missing something. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? That's, All right. That's so different. let's talk final. Let's talk favorite panels. Y'all favorite panels. Well, uh, mine have- was the shark, um, shark mouth eyeball. <laughs> Is it the one? So I was talking shark about mouth eyeball. The just one, screaming words. one. Is it the first panel that happens or the panel? Uh, on the, the one, the bottom right. Uh, there was, it was in the, it was, which one is the one, the bottom right panel. That's the small first bottom right panel. Yeah. And then Whoa. when like it ha- like then you see the full chomp on the next page, and the eye- it's just the eyeball pop- popping out. That's yeah, that's one. the one. That's the one. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Andrew, do you have a favorite panel? Uh, just all of um in the digital one, like all of ninety two, all of it, and it's where the guy's head gets sliced in half, and he's still talking. I'm trying to find it. Like, yeah, I'm trying to get ninety two. Okay, I'm at ninety two. Josh, yeah, it might says, be different on an actual uh, ebook no, reader as opposed it's to like mother, a desktop it's that one, right? Yeah, that whole that whole yeah. sequence is just wow. I just like I because I jot down notes like in my little yeah, he says, my phone, he I says, just put wow because it's yeah. like jeez. <laughs> he says mother. He says mother effer, but yeah. like you 90, can't on ninety two. Uh, mine is ninety two. 
Oh, get that beat. Or no, it's 93. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say. It's, is it it's, 93? Oh, okay, sorry. Oh, mother. I don't know. And mine, is, mine is weird and different. You see it, and, Travis? Right yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Mother. Oh, yeah, that is pretty. Yeah, Ooh, that's yeah. Interesting. yeah that's a, I really. That's a good one. That made um, me like, woo. Chilled I'm, Bico Brains. For, for <laughs> me, like, I... I always forget to do favorite panels until we get here. I don't know why it's art. It's like the podcast that I've done for a long I've time. I started book. I've started uh, bookmarking them as I read like several pages. And I so and I like, should no, I should do that, Travis. I should do that, but I there, don't like because there was a couple of pages that I like. There were things on it that I liked that I made a note on, but like yeah, the ninety two is my favorite. I liked on like page seventy where they're all at the mayor's house and they're just kind of lazing around and <laughs> there's like a magazine and just says boobs. Boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or he's it. taking like a it. shit at one point in the mayor. Like, yeah, like, like the fart sound. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think for me, I'm going to, I'm going to cheat. And it's the reveal that they strapped a shark head to the front so of a truck. And it says to be continued. And it's got the giant thing on it on your yeah. digital reader. It's page uh, 101 on the, on the digital reader. Yeah, um, right. Fantastic. Funny stuff. Um, all right. Who do you give this to Travis? You're going to recommend this to someone who you recommend it to. Um, oh, somebody read think, the first one. Yeah, exactly. I think that's. I think it's a safe bet. I think. I mean, when I found out that they had a sequel to Basketball of Heads, you didn't have to convince me to buy it. I, w- I went on. I don't. I it, the fact that someone else had written and drawn it didn't even deter me from clicking that add to cart and let's check this bad boy out because yeah. um, the first one was so much fun that I'll give this one a shot. And I think that. If anything, it's an interesting exercise for anyone who wants to read a sequel to it and be like, hmm, what is the essence of Basketful of Heads? What was captured? What was tossed away? And does it still work? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Andrea, if you had someone you would give this to, who would you give it to? I mean, I hate to sound like a broken record, but yeah, like this, I just, but also I have to admit, I, it took me a few pages to be like, this seems different. And I didn't realize Joe Hill didn't write this one until I started noticing Joe Hill didn't write this one. Well, his name's all over so, the cover. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> I, I, I like, I just kind of just jumped into it. You know what I mean? So I was like, I, and then I was like, oh, okay. So, but yeah, I feel like someone who, you know, so I wouldn't say a Joe Hill fan purely and then just hand this book to them. But yeah, someone who read the first one. I just, yeah. I, because I feel like it's, it's just it's if it has the sequel trap things, it's got more characters, it's more blood, it goes up to eleven. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. have fun with it. It's a good, it's a good ride. Yeah. And Travis, I think you and I read another Hill House book, didn't we? It was the ship one, wasn't it? I re- yes. Plunge. Remember we read Plunge? It was like the the ship was full of the sprite that takes over your brain or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was Hill House? That yeah, well, it was written by Joe Hill. So that, that was one Joe was written Hill by one. Joe Hill, yeah. Um and Stuart Eminen did the art on it. We read that one. That one was good. I will tell you like, Oh, and I read the comedian one that he did that. I thought that we, that you, you'd really like. Yeah. So we mean, it's a good, good spooky book. Good spooky book. Um, it's not spooky season. It's January, but if you're Andrea, it's always spooky season. So you can, if you're, if you're a horror fan, check it out. If you're a fan of the first one, check it out. Um, if you're, if you like over the top action and gore in your comic books, check it out. And it, it's not gory in a way that makes you go like, Oh, gross. It's a gory in a way that like, it's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Comically just, just get it on the digital yeah. reader when it's on sale and just put it in yeah. there and pick, you know, read yeah. it uh, when you have 
an hour or so in the afternoon. It's, it's, it's like good. buy the actual basketful of heads, like have that in your hand yeah. as you read it. Oh God, and it's then so, I, I just picked it up too. again and I haven't, I haven't opened I have, it in a while and I just opened it up yeah. and just remember. And I'm like, Oh, absolutely gorgeous. Like I read friends. it. I read basketful of heads digitally and then went on and ordered the hard cover. Cause I'm like, I gotta have, yeah. I gotta this have is too this. good. Yeah. Too so good. pretty. All right, folks. I think that's it. But, hey, one last thing. But wouldn't yeah. it have been great though if he did write it and then you could have like a two volume hardcover oh, where they're been, both inside every Halloween you open up your basket full of heads. Would have been great. It'd have been great. It's a good read. Great. I wish I would have I wish I would have re no, I'm gonna save that. I wish I wouldn't have I'm glad I didn't reread it before reading this one. I think I would I think it would have been more jarring. I would have known who the character is at the very end instead of thinking it was the boyfriend the entire yeah. time. We wouldn't but, have had that amazing audio moment where we're all yeah. shuffling yeah. around. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. You guys were right. I was wrong. I have read, I had I read basketball. We were all like actually times, wrong. So and I, at least yeah. we were all partially yeah. wrong. <laughs> uh, but that's like, I'm, but it makes me want to go back and read the original. So I'll probably read it sometime while I'm on a holiday break right now. Uh, I have a couple things I want to read. So it's going to make my list. I'll read it one night. Um, so Thanks for tuning in, folks. You can find us on the internet, comicexposure.com. You can find us on all your favorite podcast apps. Uh, like, subscribe, follow, rate, whatever it is you do. Tell your grandma about us. Make her listen. Travis and I are about to undertake something on the podcast. We're getting ready to do it, and it's going to be weird. It's going to be weird. Uh, this is this podcast is going to go visual. We're gonna we're gonna do audio and we've done this podcast for a long time and we're always looking for ways to freshen up the podcast right mm -hmm. travis mm -hmm. <laughs> now that i feel that we have a time where we're not 14 hours apart right or 16 hours apart where my morning is your evening and we can do the podcast at a normal regular time we do this we have a do it's a good strategy we might have to do a quick change in the middle yeah. So we are, we are going to be doing, we are going to be live streaming the podcast. Uh, maybe not the next episode after this one. Maybe, I don't know. This is like in weeks from this is when we're recording this, this is weeks from now when you're hearing this, but the plan is for this to be both on YouTube and on your podcast app. So you can see our, our beautiful faces and then we can talk about comic books and like get it all over the place. So I we're, shouldn't be insulted that you just like, crammed two episodes of me and now you're like now it's visual After so no like <laughs> we're waiting for travis to get his crap because he's living in germany with nothing so mm, he doesn't want to really be a great weirdo. visual he doesn't want to be he doesn't want to be a weirdo in a blank room much like i am some right of now. my cool ass yeah. speaking oh, yeah. of indiana so, jones and jaws and, and so we're, we're we're gonna we're gonna freshen up the podcast a little bit we're gonna we're putting some new paint on this bad boy uh and we're excited we're gonna start recording two episodes back to back every time so you'll get you'll get more comic exposure out to you okay, uh, you'll get we'll we'll expose ourselves to you more often uh <laughs> well, i'm about to get more haircuts uh, no no you just wear the beanie no, you've got I like the, this i have to it's oh. 18 degrees outside <laughs> uh you know what we don't turn the heat on in our house very often so it was 65 this morning in the buckley house here uh, it's the little yeah turn the knob heat yeah well you if you live in a how, uh, an apartment that was built in the like 18, I live in the 1700s 18, yeah 1700s <laughs> all right folks thanks so much for tuning in and uh we'll see you on the next episode whatever book we're reading you'll be there with Red us Sonia, maybe yeah, Red so yeah, that probably should be the next one. <laughs> Red Sonya will be the next episode, and we'll see you next trade.